It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jaguar fans are real excited about Trevor Lawrence, and they should be. This is Tony Wiggins with your Jacksonville Jaguars report here on Locked On Jaguars. What do you get with a talented quarterback? You get a fighting chance when you come out of the tunnel. That's right. When you have one of those guys that you know is going to touch the ball every single play on offense, it gives you a chance to really stare down your opposition and know that you have a fighting chance. And I know that sounds really cliche, but – you can't take that for granted, man, when you see the, the dominant teams around the league. You just imagine as a fan, you feeling like you have a fighting chance. What do you think the other team, I mean, what do you think the players, the other players on the team feel like? When they know that regardless of what happens, they have that alpha male type of guy at quarterback that can get them out of tough, tough jams. It's really like you walking around with a loaded 357, man. I mean – you know, you feel a little bit more secure. You feel like nothing's going to happen. It's like walking around with a well-trained Belgian Malinois right there by your side, and he's and he's a protection dog, right? That's what it's like. I mean, guns and, and, and watchdogs and all of that stuff, it, it might be a little bit far-fetched, but you really do feel secure when you have a quarterback, and that's the way other teams feel too. I mean – Imagine going out every single week knowing that you're outgunned. You don't have to imagine that if you're a Jaguar fan because you know what it's like. You know what it's like to go into a game knowing that you have to beat Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger with Blake Bortles. You know that everything else has to be perfect. You know that everybody else has to really do a lot that's going to make up for that one guy. You know from off rip, you're down seven points. But when you have a talented dude, when you have one of those guys that projects the way Trevor Lawrence projects to be one of the top players in the NFL at some point, it gives you hope. It gives you hope and it gives you a feeling of security that no matter what happens, you got a guy that can play above the X's and O's and beyond the X's and O's and do special things to get you out of jams. So it's not just about him by himself. You really have to have those other pieces and other parts around him, too. Once you have that guy and you know that, then all of the other pieces seem like they get easier for you to fill in. But when you never have the quarterback, you have to get guys at those other spots that are more than just what they're supposed to be. They have to play above that in order for you to get everything that you want to get and obtain as a team. Or you have to have a coach that is just the real deal you know, and, and can scheme up things and, and get things done. We've seen in recent history where guys like Doug Peterson won in Philadelphia, by the way, who got fired yesterday after three years, uh, three years from winning the Super Bowl. But you see guys like Doug Peterson, guys that scheme them up, who won with 
Nick Foles of all people. He won a Super Bowl. But everything had to go correctly. And all of these other things and all of these other parts had to play a play out of their minds and the play calling and the game plan had to be so good. And then of course it was the whole Philadelphia thing and just playing David versus Goliath against the Patriots. That helped that situation. But from Jacksonville's standpoint, from this team and this fan base's standpoint, not only does it give them a fair chance every week, but it also gives them an identity. You have a foundation of something to build on and something that's really, really tangible and something that in Trevor Lawrence, the expectation is that he's going to be great because of his skill set. It's just going to be a different thing, man, and I, I really hope the kid lives up to it. Of course, you know, the pressure that comes along with being the number one pick and being uh, the savior for a franchise as well as being just ordained as just the the future of the the NFL at the quarterback position. It comes with some pressure that uh, that's built in, and I'm sure that kid has dealt with that his entire life. Going to Clemson as the hot shot recruit, following Deshaun Watson, who had won a championship, and he did it as a true freshman. So he's been under that microscope and he's lived it, but it's going to be nothing like what he's seen. Um, the NFL is going to be you know, way, way bigger than that. That's why I'm glad he's coming to Jacksonville because he's coming to a city that actually needs a superstar. He's coming to a city that actually needs an identity. And he's coming here and they don't have any, they, you know, we don't have much tradition in terms of winning and he can be that tradition. It's different like if you were going to like the Dallas Cowboys or or, or, or the, the Patriots of all places because even though Dallas doesn't have the recent history of winning, they still have the mystique of the star and they have enough championships and, and all of that stuff. This will be more like a going to a Green Bay or Pittsburgh situation because it's a smaller city, it's a smaller town, minus the pageantry and tradition of the past. So I'm really, really excited for Trevor. I'm excited for the Jaguars fans. But I'm cautious because I know that there's so much other stuff that has to happen for this team to be really, really good and be really, really competitive. One of the things that's been talked about a lot lately is do you hire an offensive or a defensive-minded coach? I surveyed the league and, and took a look around the league, and I realized, and I took a look through history too, and I realized a lot of, a lot of head coaches that have defensive backgrounds won a lot of championships. We just mentioned the Patriots. That's one of them. Pete Carroll, Tony Dungy. Lots of got Bill Parcell. Lots of guys with defensive-minded or defensive backgrounds personally won a lot of championships. It's because you can delegate authority to the guy on offense. And when you hire an offense coordinator, he basically becomes a head coach of the offense. I would think it's a little bit less static to do it that way because if you're an offensive-minded coach – there's a tendency for that guy to put too much of his own in input on that team, on that side of the ball, and maybe not give the offensive coordinator the actual cachet to run, to run the club. You look at Buffalo right now. McDermott is the head coach, and he has the defensive background. Brian Daybowl is pretty much the head coach of the offense, and it works. It really, really does work. I want my coach to be more of a CEO. I don't want him to be a play caller. I want my coach to, to trust his, his, his coordinators and to lead. I think sometimes, and I'll have to ask my man Ross Jackson this from Locked On 
uh, Saints, but does having that coach that's an offensive-minded coach, and your boy Q can tell me too from out in uh, in Oakland or well now Las Vegas, does having a guy who's an offensive-minded coach that still calls those plays, does that make him suffer in other areas? Does the team suffer in other areas? Like right now, New Orleans, yeah, Sean Payton's an offensive-minded coach. They're not advancing because of their offense. They're advancing because of their defense. Sean McVay out with the Rams. They're not advancing because of their offense. They're advancing because of their defense. The other side of the ball, the one that you, the one that their background doesn't support, seems like they're the, that's the reason that they're winning. So I don't know, man. It's it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird. It's it's funny how you look at Baltimore, and their head coach, his expertise was special teams. He was a special teams coordinator. And they're balanced and they're doing things, good things on offense and good things on defense. So I don't know if there's a magical answer to the question, but I do know the Jacksonville Jaguars will have a chance coming up to solve and, and, to, and to get to the bottom of and figure out their own identity because they're going to need their own identity. It's going to be very, very important for them to have their own identity. So I'm interested in who the coach is going to be, what his staff is going to look like. And I'll tell you in the second segment why I think it's important that they really make this higher because there's a lot of things that have to happen. There's a lot of things that have to happen. And we'll go over those things in just a second here in the second segment on Locked On Jaguars. First, I got to tell you about Bet Online. I hope you guys bet last night uh, and won uh, some money. BetOnline.ag is the place you could have won you some scratch last night on Alabama because they really, really boat raced Ohio State. And if you're ready for some more football this weekend with all of the playoff games happening, there's only one place that you uh, can go to or should go to that has you covered because it's the only place we trust. And that's betonline.ag. And if you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you'll get 50% off as a welcome bonus. I'm going to repeat that because it's warrants repeating. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for your 50% off welcome bonus bonus playoffs are important man also these jobs that are out there wide open in the nfl betterline.ag has lines right now on who gets what jobs doug peterson just entered the fray and i believe they already have one for him and his odds of getting the jaguars job so don't miss it by sitting on the sidelines you better get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent off welcome bonus with your first deposit it's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our friends and exclusive partner at, at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, man, we are uh, discussing and dissecting this uh, the Jaguars opening. Our folks over at Locked On Bets, man, are, are the real deal, too, because 2020 is over and 2021 has started, and it's time for a fresh 
start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all went along. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Listen, it's very, very important, I think, for the Jaguars. You don't have to rush, but I think they do need to make a decision because I think a lot has to happen uh, between now. You know, football's a 12-month business now, and there's a lot of things that have to happen for this organization moving forward. One of which is, uh, obviously, everyone knows who the first pick is going to be, but if you're really going to maximize this thing, you have to go above and beyond that. Before you even pick a player in the draft, free agency comes up. So a new staff come in. You have to assemble the coaching staff. They're not going to get rid of the scouting department. It's it's too late. If they do, they'll purge that at the end of the year. But scouts work year-round. In the NFL, even the coaches that are already coaching, they don't do much in terms of looking ahead because they're so busy with their own team. and They wait till their season is over before they go get all the information from the scouts and the, the scouting department and the GM, and they all come together with their plan. Urban Meyer, if he's going to be the coach, he has to get his staff together. If he gets his staff together, they're going to have to go in and meet with the scouting department and and say exactly what it is that they expect out of them and what they want. Give me everything you got. Put it on my desk in this form. Then they're going to look at every single player. Not only are they going to look at every single college player and make their own board, they're going to go to the pro personnel side and they're going to look and talk to the free to, 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 the, the scouts about the free agents that are about to happen. And the guys that are going to be available for this team. This isn't a throwaway year. You know, when Dave Caldwell and and Chad, when they first took over this team, it seems like that first year was almost a throwaway year. They didn't do much. Well, let's just see. Let's just slow play it. And then last year, they didn't do much again. So if you look at the eight-year history, that's two years out of, out of eight. That's 25% of the time they've been here where they didn't do anything. They slow played it either with patience or – they did what they had to do this year to, to position themselves to be where they are now. I don't look at it like that. I don't think you have to rush and think that you're going to build your entire team in one season or one offseason if you're the new coach. But I don't like throwaway years. I don't. I, I You know, I, I just think you're always trying to progress and get better, and you're, you're always tweaking it. I don't Like I said, I don't think you speedball it. I don't think you rush. I don't think you go overboard trying to feel every single need that you have. But I do think that it's a process and you have to make certain choices, like when are you going to do this and when are you going to do that? I think it's important for them to make the hire, the staff to get going, get with the scouting department on the pro side as well as the college side. There's a lot of work to do between now and when free agency starts next month. And then without the, you know, the normal process of evaluating college talent there's a lot that has to be desired or a lot to be said about figuring out the kind of guys that you want to bring in from a college perspective I think those interviews are important the tape is the tape and it is what it is I think those interviews looking the guy in his eye are extremely important and now you got to probably do that virtually I do think there has to be an inventory about they have to look at their own squad these people are going to have to come in and evaluate the people that are on their own roster and see which guys can help them moving forward and which guys can't. I wouldn't be shocked if they they have a big, big, large turnover in a, in a lot of areas. And they really, really start. I'm not going to say start over. I think there's some pieces here that can be used. 
obviously. But you you also got to retool the thinking, the strength and conditioning programs and all of that stuff. Those things are not the same at every organization. And I know I've seen it on, on online when people sit here and go, uh, nutrition, They these are NFL teams. They got nutritionists and these teams have strength and conditioning. I don't think that's the case. I do think some teams probably do that better than other teams. And I remember during the Jack Del Rio era, there was a lot of back and forth and discussion about the coaching staff not necessarily being happy with the medical side. So uh, Jack used to shake his head in disgust every time a guy was on the field. And it's almost like you saw him blaming the lack of uh, condition. Like, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm going to use college. Landon Dickerson at Florida State. Couldn't stay healthy. Never really gained weight. Was a big-time recruit out of the state of North Carolina. He leaves. FSU fans aren't real sad about it. Like, yeah, he was always on injuries. But you had to ask yourself, why did why did the, the program of all programs, why did they want him? Not only did they want him, Landon Dickerson turned into a hero at Alabama. And now when you look at him – He's a behemoth, and you wonder, why couldn't he do that at the other school? That was known for producing NFL talent as well. There, because the programs aren't all the same. And I suspect that that's the way it is in the NFL also. Buy-in is different. The maintenance during the season is different. The way they take care of their guys. They don't have these, like, they don't, it's like not a union where the same doctors take care of all 32 teams. The only thing that's shared in the NFL is revenue. Everybody else has their own ideas in the way that they do stuff. That's why you can have an you can have a guy who is an assistant at one place and then he goes somewhere else and he he's an invaluable cultural culture uh, tra- uh, a changer. Robert Sala, people probably didn't know who Robert Sala was when he was with the Jaguars. He was the linebackers coach. Now look at him; he's interviewing for he basically the head coach of the defense in San Francisco. And now he's interviewing for head coaching jobs. Nathaniel Hackett. When the GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, sits in one of the three or four best quarterbacks to ever play, talks about how valuable a guy is in his city. And he was just the guy that we kind of shrugged our shoulders and were like, man, when he was here in Jacksonville, you wonder why there's winners, winning organizations and losing organizations. It's stuff like that. So they have to come in here and establish their program. They have to evaluate their players and who can be good for them. And then they have to get the players on board and change their mindset. Now, there are a lot of players that's tired of losing and they're open to it. But you're going to you'd be surprised at the amount of guys that's going to be stuck in their old ways and still want to do the old things, even though even if it led them to a one and 15 season. Let's talk about some of the things that the Jaguars new coaches will have to do, regardless of who it is. I was hoping that something would break prior to me recording so I could be the first one to tell you about it, but did not. But the Jags have to put it all together. What parts do they keep? Which parts do they not keep? And where do they get them? I'll tell you in just a second after I tell you about some more parts and where you can get them and why you should get your parts from rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. RockAuto.com is a family business first, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. Deliver it directly to your door. What you got to do is go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car and truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. And that's where I trust and we trust here at Locked On Jaguars. And you should do the same thing. Chain stores might not have all of your stuff at different price tiers. Uh, and for do-it-all do mechanics and do-it-yourself, it may be different. You don't need a middleman, though. You go to rockauto.com, and those prices are the same for everybody. And tell them we sent you here by entering Locked On in that box of how did you hear about us. All right, man, so we're we're shopping for pieces and we're shopping for parts to fix the Jacksonville Jaguars. How do you do it? Where do you start? Well, it first starts with an assessment. You know, when your car is kind of like not running right, there's a little device that you can kind of plug in, and it'll tell you exactly where where the problem is with your car, right? The Jaguars need to do the same thing. New coach is going to come in, and, you know, the obvious thing is we're 1-15. Everything needs to be fixed. True. But you still have guys under contract. You still have a, a boatload of guys. And, you know, the fan and everyone says, just take Trevor and get out of the way. No, I'm sorry, y'all. It doesn't work like that. Ask Deshaun Watson. Don't work that way. You take Trevor, and now that's when the real hard stuff starts because you have to build this thing around him, and you have to get the other parts. You can't just you, – you, you, the enthusiasm of getting Trevor Lawrence ain't going to win you one game. Despite what the fans think. It may help you sell tickets, but it will not win you one game, get you one first critical first down in any scenario in a real game situation. And if they're going to maximize this thing and pull this thing off, they really, really do have to, they really have to really focus on it. It'll be free agency and in the draft. They should listen to Locked On NFL Draft, the podcast, by the way. You know, for some NFL teams, the games may be over, but the work is just beginning. Join Trevor Sakima and Benjamin Solak of the Locked On NFL Draft podcast every Tuesday as they start their team takeover Tuesday. They did one for the Jaguars a couple of weeks ago. It was outstanding. Each week, they pick a new team and take a deep dive into potential front office and head coaching signings, a roster review, free agent strategies, and go through a team-centric mock draft. That's every Tuesday over at Locked On NFL Draft. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. They really nailed it with Jacksonville, man. They gave Jacksonville, you know, a lot of stuff. They gave them a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff, even free agency. I think one of the guys that got in free agency was Johnu Smith. The Jags are going to definitely have to address the tight end position. As much as I like Josh Oliver, you can't really assess him because he's been injured. And you can't depend on it. If you get anything out of him at this point, it's a plus. But he has to he has to show up to training camp and, and show that he can stay healthy first. 
You can't improve if you can't run and you can't work out and you can't get better and you can't actually tackle, right? So it's like he's a third-year rookie. It's what it's going to feel like. But it's a bonus if he's any good because he can run that seam and he's athletic and he's like 6'5 and a half, 6'6. New regime, new pieces. What would you rather them do and how would you rather them be – in terms of, I think this should be a mix of veterans and 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 um, youth along the offensive line. People seem to think that the offensive line stops at just having four people that are pretty good, another guy that can you can get away with, and then backups. They treat backup offensive linemen here the same way that they treat backup quarterbacks in the past, and I can't stand it. Your backup quarterback should be a guy that can get you through a stretch. While he's not going to be as good as your starter, because if he was, he'd be starting somewhere else, he should be a guy that can get you through a tough stretch. Pay some money for a good backup. And I know people always want to associate it with, well, he's a leader. He really helps the young guy. That's not what you – that's a plus two. Okay, that's good. You need a guy who can help you win in case the young guy has to miss a week. And those offensive linemen, too, get you some veterans that you can plug and play. Or some young guys that you're developing and all they have to do is gain some strength. I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like Landon Dickerson here that can play up and down the offensive line and be a backup until he's ready to start. But but it's going to cost you like a third-round pick. It blew my mind last year that the Jaguars had 12 picks in the draft and all they, they only took one offensive You should take one offensive lineman every single year when you only have seven picks. They had 12 and they took one guy in the fourth round. And while people would think that the offensive line isn't the problem here, I'm not saying it's not the problem. But what I'm, I'm not saying it is the problem. But my point is about the offensive line. It could really, really, really help you get towards your solutions for your other problems if that side of the ball is not just adequate, if it's dominant. It's one of the three position groups where you're going to have nine people at least on your roster. So it should be one where you really invest it. It shouldn't be the one that you're investing the least in when it's one of the three groups along with defensive line and defensive back where you're going to need a whole bunch of them on your team. Why is that the why is that one of the positions that has been the least invested position on this club and historically when it's actually one of the positions, the one of the three positions and one of the groups where you should spend more time investing in it? It's backwards. That's wrong. Spend more time invested in your offensive line. If you if the Jaguars would have spent as much time investing in the offensive line if they have defensive backs and sometimes even running backs they'd have been better off. They'd have been much better off. So the new regime has to come in and see what they have on the line. Maybe they move some people around, or maybe they just create competition. But I wouldn't be surprised that through free agency and in the draft, they add three people. They're not bound by any of the people that are already on this team and where they were picked. They're not. They just are not. So the offensive line and defensive line, as I talked yesterday about infrastructure, you get your playmakers, proven playmakers, guys that you're going to pay a lot of money to in free agency that have a history of of working real hard, and you invest in it. I expect that they're going to come in here, they're going to get these trenches right. They're going to get the trenches right on both sides of the ball, 
And I think they'll use a lot of the draft to also do that. But then that's where you start seeing the playmakers being added to this team. I think they need another receiver. I wouldn't mind them waiting. I, I don't think they need to pay anybody in free agency. But I wouldn't mind them going late first, early, early, early second, or somewhere in the middle of the second or third and getting a guy that's dynamic, another guy that's fast, or get two of them. Right? But that's the kind of stuff the new regime has to do and has to focus on and concentrate um, when it's named. And when it's named, I'll be the first one, you know, one of the first people to tell you because I'll drop a, an emergency podcast and tell you that the Jaguars have named their coach. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And we'll have you covered here every day on Locked on Jaguars because it's your team every day. And you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'll see you guys tomorrow here on Locked on Jaguars. Take care. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.